fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. It's Saturday, November 12th, 2011, episode 96 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. What are you doing, Ian? What's up, man? Um, I'm talking into a microphone. Doing a show. Um, doing a show. Every Friday Again. or Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Either or, you pick. Actually, no. We'll pick. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll let you know. That's right. We'll let you know. You can it's... follow Facebook.com slash Hotbox Podcast. There's also a group on Facebook with some lively conversation uh, about what we should give away for the 100th episode. We put it to you guys last week. Was that Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Was Friday. Was it? I, huh? yeah, I don't remember. Last week. I don't either. <laughs> it, it may have been <laughs> Friday last week and Saturday the week before. It's my fault that we don't do it every Friday. I'm right. The, well, I'm, the I mean, that, I'm the one that's like, ah, f- I kind of live here, so I mean, right. you, you could come over yeah. on a Wednesday, and we could probably do, <laughs> you know. But, hey, um, we should get on the air, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Um, Hotboxpodcast.com/slash/live. Regardless of the day we do it, that's where you can watch it. Uh, Justin.tv is where we stream through. So if you want to have your own name in the chat, that's where you'd go to do that. And you can give us a call live four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. So. Uh, did I mention we did not win the podcast award, but we uh, we did get nominated? Did I mention that last week? I'm See, w- I don't remember. No, no, we didn't. Okay. Uh, the results hadn't been issued okay, yet. Yeah, if you go to uh, – let's see who who won, who beat us <laughs> in the news politics section. It was – And by how many votes? Ma- oh, they don't post that stuff. Uh, yeah. Majority report beat us, which is – Okay, I guess. Have you ever heard of them? No. Have you ever heard of the Hotbox? Yes. I rest my case. <laughs> um, I, I wonder how many listeners they have. You know, like... With, Majority with, report. Right? I wonder. I, I wondered when we got nominated. One, um, obviously our viewers had something to do with that. Fox our News listeners. presents the Majority oh, Report. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, well, different demographic, <laughs> I suppose. And they Monday have- through Friday, 1130. 30 a.m. Eastern, they broadcast. He broadcasts. Sam is his name. Sam, nice work, buddy. Nice work. Absolutely. About, let's see, what is this? I don't even know what this show's about. The Majority Report. Your site sucks, Sam. I'm sorry. I can't find anything. It actually looks just like our site. (laughs) All right. It's a good theme, isn't it, Sam? Majority Report, I would venture to guess that it is a report on the majority majority of issues, or maybe it's a Hmm. report... Oh, here. The Majority Report is a daily political talk show hosted by Sam Cedar. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I hope that... On that page alone, he's had 75 comments, so... Probably a little more popular. How many many comments are on our About Us page? (laughs) Well, it's funny that no. his show's called The Majority Report, and he got a majority of the votes. Yeah, that... Do you, you think know. he rigged it? Did he cheat? Well, he is on the air five days a week. I guess he could probably remind people more often. Sure, sure. You know, like, every day, Our, go vote for us. Oh, that's go true, Go huh? vote for us have, every yeah. day. Right. So every day that you listen to the show, you're like, oh, all right. I yeah, might okay. as well. While right I'm there. sitting here doing this. I didn't even vote every day. Uh, you know what? Did you try? Almost. I, I, I made got it a almost few. I, it wasn't every day, though. I think most of the time I remembered, and I did it from my phone, though. That's like, fine. Like, eh. And then probably from work. If I did it on my phone, I did it at work, too, because like, I could do Different both. IPs. Right. Man. And still. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So the, so the 20 or so times that I voted didn't make much of a difference. They didn't even do a runner-up, huh? Uh, n- no. Mm. No. So... It's, it's all right. Not really comprehensive. But I wasn't okay. expecting to win. Not for I the was. first year. Were you trying? Well, I fuck, I voted 20 times. I told all I mean, my friends. I lost a, a, a girlfriend. We put flyers out. Flyers. We <laughs> yeah. Literally. Put flyers. Just not enough. 
I wonder enough. if some of my patients didn't know how to like vote or get to the website. You know, we tried to make it as clear and concise right. as Type possible. in your web browser this address. Uh, click <laughs> on the blue E. <laughs> right. Click on the colored wheel, preferably. Don't use the blue E. So marijuana, that's what we try and sometimes talk about here on this show, the hot box, uh, cannabis, go. What do you know about California? I've heard that they are the most liberal state in the union. They are the first to legalize, to just legalize medical marijuana. Oh, I was talking about gay marriage, but yeah, oh, legalize uh, yeah. marijuana also medically. Okay. They decrimmed it first, right? They dropped it to the lowest. I think so. What did they say? The lowest, uh, like if you're a cop, that's the least of your worries, basically. So You know, I think that that's the case anyway, though. I think talking to police officers, marijuana busts are usually by happenstance. You know, they're not really out looking for marijuana. They just find it along their travels anyway. And so making it a low-priority thing, I, I, I doubt that. They're like, we already were <laughs> not really worrying about it because we're going to find it anyway. Oh, is it official now? Oh, you're <laughs> right, because everybody has it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think that arrests are up in California or, or okay, possession so charges are on the in, rise. Back in September, okay, distributors and their landlords, they were told, hey, in 45 days, get out or you're going to be prosecuted. Either shut down or... Face prosecution. That was in September. And we've seen some busts here and there, but not really like this is the massive federal crackdown, right? Uh, And some marijuana distributors filed for a temporary restraining order this month. Uh, California legalized medical back in 96, but use of the drug remains illegal under federal law, as we know. Now, they've had it before anybody. They've had it for over 20 years. What? Almost 25 years, medical marijuana. How do you figure? 96, 2000. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, um, uh, okay. 96, 2006. That's 10 years. Thank you. So almost 15 years, we'll say. Do you think that if anything bad was going to happen from a place having medical marijuana, that it would have happened there? Um... I think that's relative. I think that there are people in California that feel that there is something negative happening because of medical marijuana. Hurricane Katrina destruction? Probably worse. East L.A.? To some of these You ever been to East L.A.? Are you referring to a a homeless section of town or like Skid Row kind of thing? It's where all the Mexicans live, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They pack them in tight down there. I'm just saying. No, there was a Cheech and Chong movie about it. Born in East L.A. or whatever. That's actually where we get our information from. Right. Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Do- those are documentaries, right? <laughs> yeah, I That's what so. I was told. The only scene that I remember out of a Cheech and Chong movie is a scene with, like, sink cleaner or something. And it, I don't know. They like, thought it was cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you crazy guys. I, I think that's the only that scene was in the, in the in, van that they were driving. For that was song. called comedy back in the 70s. Ah, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes movies aren't very funny. So uh, we have a strain called Pineapple Express at the shop, you know, and right. And, and I've never actually seen the movie Pineapple Express. And every, wow. you know, a lot of not everybody, but a lot of people come in and they they, they make see the... that strain and they're like, oh, like the movie. Holy it's like, shit! It's like, you know, I, oh, is is this named after the movie or is the movie named after the if strain you'd or, or seen whatever? The movie, you would not want that pot. I'm just saying. Uh, but then the next question is, oh, you've seen that, or they, you know, expect that. I had watched you that just movie. Start, oh, yeah, bro. Totally funny. That one dude. Great. <laughs> well, Iron Man. The, tr- the truth is that I, I hadn't seen the movie. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of hit a low spot while I was sick. And I, I decided I've, I've been sick last week. So I decided that, you know, maybe I'd give watching that uh, video. Also, a, not a, a comedy. <laughs> no. Okay. So here's my thing with Seth Rogen, the Please. star, the Please. guy with the curly hair and things. God, I cannot stand his <laughs> acting. I, I nothing. I mean, you. and here's the thing: is that he plays the same character in all of his movies. He's like this obnoxious kind of loud. Him and Jim idiot. Carrey and Steve right, Martin. Right, they, they and, play themselves and, exactly. And his character in that film for the first 15 minutes enticed me to turn it off and delete it from my hard drive. Um, 
I, I it, it wasn't funny to me. I mean, the, were you stoned when you watched it? Probably not. Mm. Might have been. I don't. Problem. Well, have you? Did, it would have gave you more patience to not turn it off right then and there. You would have maybe would have went twenty five minutes. You would have sat back and just took your lashes and then went to bed crying. Have Have you ever watched a movie uh, and and thought that the acting was really terrible while you were stoned, and then seen the movie while you weren't stoned and been like, oh, that wasn't so bad? Like, have you ever noticed that there is like a, a you maybe, maybe analyze acting or analyze things a little differently yeah. while you're under the influence yeah, of cannabis? Definitely. I, I think I pick up on the fact that they're acting a lot more, and so it kind of it seems forced. Yeah, just a awkward. little bit. And this is only some movies. That's of Seth course. Rogen. Forced you know, I don't awkward. know. I don't know if he's really forcing that um, that persona. awkwardness I, is natural. Yeah, I he's own natural. Just him. Um, so I, I didn't really find Pineapple Express uh, very comedic, or or it didn't make me laugh. Let's, the internet let's begs way. to differ because from a hundred and two thousand people, that's that movie's gotten a seven out of ten. Sure, but just that, to put that into how perspective, many people? <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, let's just go with the first one. Yeah, yeah. Why not? A seven point two out Ooh, of ten. Ooh, right. that's well, no, the, almost oh, two hundred thousand. Harry people. Potter's a little unfair because um, that is a story that is derived from a series of books that sure. started when people were young. Oh, okay, so and let's, uh, let's do what's Twilight. Good, Twilight is that a good comparison? Let's let's do Twilight. It's also from a series of books. Sure, but it's much worse. A five point four. There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, and any Cheech and Chong movie? Let's just just to make this totally complete here. Uh, would you just should we just go with Up and Smoke? Yeah, the first one, the classic. Yeah, a six point eight. So Up and Smoke is a little better than Twilight, <laughs> but not quite as good as Pineapple Express. And I don't think that I would actually sit through any of those movies. The whole thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Really, I you know, but um, <laughs> Pineapple Express, terrible. Terrible. I, I, Did you watch the second one? The second what? Pineapple Express. N- no. I didn't know there was a second one. Am I thinking of a different movie? Okay, yes. No, there's a trailer for it. Is oh, this okay. serious? Wow. Harold and Kumar was a good stoner show. Yeah. I, I, right. I watched all of Harold and Kumar once. I kind of regretted it afterwards. Well, you can only take so much like Indian racism... Especially here where we live. I can take quite a bit of racism, actually. <laughs> I have a very high tolerance to painkillers and racism. <laughs> so, but not shitty movies. I'm sorry. I will not tolerate. Most definitely. All right. Um, well, so let's... Uh, let's did it kill the time properly? I mean, the 15 minutes that you were watching it. Well, no, I was really just disappointed, actually, because I I had started downloading that film and then figured that I would... You know, have two hours. Well, to hey, download this is something why, else. This is why we don't spend money on movies. Absolutely, you never. No, absolutely, it's hit or miss. Have you ever gone to a movie and walked out or asked to have your money back? Never walked. No, I, I have a high tolerance for that, and it's it's more of a learning lesson. And then I hold a grudge for the rest of my life against that director, and I I write angry letters. Do you remember the directors? Yeah. Wow. Michael Bay. Give me a reference. Transformers. Oh, okay. <laughs> that All right. sold. All right. Ruin um, Stealer of Dreams. <laughs> How could you ruin such a good thing? How could you remake Dances with Wolves and make it so shitty? Oh, that was Spielberg, and that was Avatar. Right. Also terrible. Right. Um, <laughs> sure. Anyway, enough about shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing in California, the 45 days shut down the petitions to stop the dispensaries from getting shut down. Give me a hypothetical. If you were told in 45 days the feds were coming in and cleaning house, what would you do? The same thing. Shut down? No. Oh. Not at all. Is that what they're doing? Well, no, they're filing petitions and restraining orders to prevent that from happening. Like I, getting the cops' that, names and saying, I want a restraining order on them individually? Correct. That's what they're doing. That's, but it's like the, the, the attorney general, like Eric uh, Holder, they're getting, a, they're getting a restraining order against him so that they can't come and do those things on the date that they said they would like to take it to court. And so hmm. I, think that, I think that that's like a, a 
trying to use our legal system to combat something. I don't know if that'll turn out or work out. I think that that's can't kind the of judge the, just say uh, no. Mm, I, I think that that is up to the judge. Um, but I think judges that, in California, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the legal system has a few kinks and quirks and some corruption, and and money really talks loudly. I think in a court procession. So I like what, but the, I, but all of mm-hmm. that's really speculative. I mean, is what they're is what Californian dispensaries are trying to do. It seems is um, file legal uh, movements to stop the federal government from coming into shutting them down. the The interesting thing is is that uh, the federal government's really only going after the for profit people the ones that are obviously for profit i know that there's a i know that there's a dispensary i think it's it's like seaside or bayside or harborside or one of those things but it's a non-profit place but they bring in ah i got my numbers mixed up earlier the harborside dispensary in california brings in about 20 million a year and it's a non-profit organization um that's a considerable amount of money people just keep holes in their pockets man they just keep dropping money on my floor i don't know what it is here <laughs> um, must but be that's, on a and, burial and see, ground that's, that's a that's a dispensary that's filed as an as a non-profit organization now and just still bring in that kind of cash right do you think they're on the radar because of how Absolutely. they were filed oh well i think that i think uh i think the best plan of action for any dispensary is to go to a non-profit business model because just to be like look we are not trying to take money away from you mr uncle right but non-profit just means that your business doesn't profit like you could set your personal salary like if you started a non-profit organization like a church you could set your your you get paid still oh absolutely and you could set your salary to 10 million dollars a year yeah and if you didn't actually weren't able to pay yourself ten Sharpton, million, he makes that's one thing. But any money up to that point, right. it would kind of go to you. The way that I understand it, you can set your salaries to whatever you want to set them at. Hmm. The idea is is that you don't have to pay income tax because you're not actually having any income. That's interesting. As far as the business goes, you have to pay your personal taxes. Why, why don't people do that then? Uh, it's a really good question. They I think that I think that's really didn't something. know that we had to because of the memo back. Well, in... no, I well <laughs> the, the Ogden. You memo said business, the... not right um, nonprofit. And the you didn't say we couldn't make money out of this shit. I'm going I... back to selling illegally. Fuck this, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I my think for profit. I think that it's a good idea for anybody that's considering or is already in business and medical marijuana to consider a nonprofit. Uh, business model. I can think you switch a, like that? Just, yes, you can. Nice. Yeah. Um, turn the jam hole into non-profit. There you go. It is making no money. I mean, that'd be perfect. <laughs> it's, it's an anti-profit. I know, it's right? Like, how, how does this work if I'm actually losing money every month? <laughs> um, it's a tax write-off. <laughs> nice. It, it is. is a tax write-off. And you should The probably... first year I did that, I <laughs> you know, you, you should probably like as as you're doing all these different broadcasts and things, you you do keep track of your expenses, right? Oh, for sure. Yes, call. You're live on the hot box. What's up? Hello. Hello. You're live on the hot box. What's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, uh, turn your across the show, man. Hey, thanks, man. Turn your uh, feet off in the in the background there. We'll talk to you on the phone. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the show about? <laughs> this is the hot box. This is about marijuana. Cannabis and oh, our lives. Oh man! So I'm on the right. I'm on the right channel. Man. You are on the right I'm channel up right now. Hell yeah! Right now, sit back in the chat and I'm enjoy this. Up. Where do you live, man? Live in Queens, New York. Oh, nice. How's the uh, weed situation there? Yeah, you know, a lot of sour diesel in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. No dispensaries That's though. You guys, it, you, know? you guys got to go to Jersey for the dispensaries, right? Yeah, that's right, man. Huh. You guys gonna get this uh, on the ballot in New York? Yeah. One day. What was that? One day you're gonna put this on the ballot in New York, and you guys are gonna have it there. Man, that'll be great. I know it's cool. We have it's like pot in the streets here. There's so much of it now. It's it's the way to go for sure. Where, where you where are you guys at? Montana. Montana. Mon- Do you have any barbers out there? Yeah, a few. Barbers, do they have any? How how the barbers? They have good barbers out there. Yeah, they cut nice hair. Not mine, clearly, but yeah, <laughs> mine either. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, barbershops here do the do the like I go to a barbershop to get my hair cut. She does like the warm shaving cream thing where with the straight razor and like touches the happy all that ending. Shit up. Love oh, it, nice, right? Nice. Right. Hey, so, you should, but you should try. You should, you should try uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I need to. I was saving it for my girlfriend because yeah. she likes it. Yeah, no, that's well, a joke. You're going to get ketchup all over your mustache. Well, uh, she says I look like a child molester with it. Her and my brother both say yeah. that. It's mean. It's well, man, I'm going to let you guys go, man. Have fun and get high, man. All right, for Take sure, care, man. Bro. Thanks for the call. <laughs> New York checking in. <laughs> Telling me to shave my ped stash. I was, <laughs> I was going to ask. Um, <laughs> Is it uh, uneven? Hold on. I was going to ask him how, like, uh, if he's in the chat room or whatever to see <laughs> what, uh, uh, like, if if you were to get, are you, like, worried about being caught with cannabis, like, in New York? Like, is, is it is it, like, a uh, stress that you deal with? I'd be with? more worried about getting caught with the heroin than the, than the the cannabis in New York, but well, sure. But there's so many arrests every year in New York for marijuana. So I guess I guess I was just curious as to do you like on an individual basis, right? Do or, you right. you know is it something that you you know walk me uh, through getting a bag, right? Like, call, yeah, that's is it like half baked and they deliver, or do you actually right. have to go get it? And then, are you worried about your neighbors smelling it? Or I mean, are people they pretty live liberal? Close there, right? There's right? Like There's so a many lot people, of people in such a small area, and so yeah, are, you like here we just we can just walk, and there's nobody. And so, do people do people mind their own business? Do people kind of let you do your own thing? Do people stick their nose where it shouldn't be, literally, to smell whatever you're doing? Or, yeah, I'd be interested you know, to see. Of... Uh, write in the chat if you're listening, or email info at hotboxpodcast.com, and we'll uh, revisit next next episode. Um, because so. you may have to worry about things like uh, no-knock search warrants for marijuana. Right, um, right. This is kind of an interesting thing. A no-knock this search warrant. This is Oha- Omaha. Yes. A no-knock search warrant carried out by Omaha police yields what they describe as a marijuana business in the area of 75th and Hickory. Oh, so they you don't – like when I go to Rose Hours, the grocery store, I don't knock. I just walk in. So they went to a dispensary. They didn't knock. They walked in, and they're like – Marijuana business. Like, yeah, dude, it was in the yellow pages under dispensary, <laughs> you jerk off. I, it looks like it's a home, though, because it says, according right. to the police reports, officers entered the home during the early morning hours of Thursday, November 3rd. Hmm. Inside the home, they found two people who had been sleeping, Uh-oh. along with more than $1,200 in cash. So they $1,200. They took the $1,200, and they just walked out. Right, quietly, and, and more than six and a half ounces of marijuana and drug equipment. This is why you should lock your doors at night. <laughs> like, not not because of the neighbors. No, 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 because of the police. So the the suspects were cited for possession of marijuana. With well, the did intent. they wake them up, or were they like <laughs> they wake up? Could you imagine waking up in handcuffs and just be like, "The fuck <laughs> is going on"? They're like, watch this. This is great. Just, just put them on quietly and put like shaving cream on your face and shit. I I wonder if the police there are really proud to confiscate twelve hundred dollars in cash, which probably is less than one of their paychecks. That was probably one of their paychecks. Took twenty, <laughs> hit the five out of five, <laughs> right, and was like gonna get their kids some new school clothes, right? And they come in and they're like. Not even, they didn't even I mean, knock. okay, so six and a half ounces of marijuana. Uh, well, thank God that's off the streets, right? Thinking, you know, I don't know how much an ounce of marijuana costs <laughs> Jeff in, in Omaha. The, Jeff in the comments, over six ounces off the street. Small victories. Every win is a win. <laughs> Way to go, OPD. <laughs> you down with OPD? <laughs> so Shit. At two hundred dollars, two hundred. I mean, what do you want to charge for an ounce? Two hundred fifty dollars an ounce. Let's go with the middle of the road there. Sure, sure. And so you got six and a half ounces. We're <laughs> another twelve hundred dollars. So, yeah, like, like ooh, okay. all right. These guys are now. Let's huge a, drug let me dealers. ask you this: They got twelve hundred dollars. Let's say twenty five hundred dollars. Just a good estimate with the weed and the the bus. Probably another. We'll say three thousand dollars on top of the fines and everything. How much did the state or the city pay these cops during the time that it took them to complete this mission? You know, absolutely. And then how way much? Way more than twenty four hundred dollars, right? I'm or sure. the damage that six and a half ounces of marijuana would cause. You see, like, and then the the costs that the state has to put up to put these individuals through the court system <laughs> probably <laughs> probably overwhelmingly like dwarfs the money that they confiscate. Well, I mean, our, our jail, our prison systems have so much room in them. I mean, we built these things nice and big, you know. We put mirrors in there so it looks a little bigger than it actually <laughs> is. <laughs> the feng shui flows nicely. <laughs> Mutt says, wow, a whole six and a half ounces. What a haul. Oops, I forgot. They also arrested two people who were sleeping. 
Maybe they could be charged with drunk driving also. Thanks for keeping us safe. People don't like you, dudes. You're not helping. Like, this is... When you get a call to go do this as a cop, you should turn around and say, fuck no, I won't. Right? If the cops did that, all of them... I just watched Planet of the Apes, The Rise of the Planet of the Apes. One monkey... It's weak, okay? But... All of us monkeys, we sh- we're st- we don't break. We're strong. If all the cops did that. Would you tell your boss? Yes. Hell no, I'm not if, doing if that If me delivery. and my fucking 50 riot gear fucking dressed homies were here, fuck yeah. Would, yes, at that point, the 99, let, let me tell you a little oh, something no, about occupying, okay? You need to occupy that police station. All of you. What? What is... He's your boss. What does that mean? There's 50 of you. There's one of him. What's he going to do? Call his boss? And have you all cited for insubordination and you'll lose your jobs? Do you think so? If, the, if they did that, the public would get behind them, I think. You think so? I think so. If I 50 think the police public, officers well, in not one 50, department... But if a whole department, if the KPD, all 55 of them... <laughs> <laughs> said, no, yeah. we're not doing any more marijuana busts. You think the public would line up? I, I doubt think so. it. I really? think that there would be a firing squad. I really? think there would be a lot of, of local um, uh, people that would be so upset with the local police for not honoring what they would deem and as something dangerous. And then those people's friends and relatives would be like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not your friend anymore. Uh, You're getting mad at I mean, this? Is, that's really speculative. No, that's I know. Really it's speculative. all speculative. But that's really. I like to think that if you know, if they made a stand, the people would recognize that and would you know go to bat for them. So I'm wondering if this uh, this drug bust in Omaha and this house or this mm-hmm. marijuana business. Well, and that's funny too because a marijuana business with only six ounces of marijuana and that's what kind of business? It's it's not times. really a very good business model. It's it tough sounds times. Like, it sounds like I sell these six ounces and then I buy six more. Check <laughs> right. this out. And then I sell those six and then I go to buy six more. But by then my dealer needs to re up and then I lost all my customers. Right, it sounds, it sounds like these are two young kids trying to sell quarter and half pounds of weed here and there. Were it, they even trying doesn't... to sell it, really? <laughs> well, it they was... did have $1,200. <gasps> they sold the other know. six ounces. That was what they made, and they're cut. That's how that works. Right. So this house that they have, I'm wondering if, I, you know, they don't have medical marijuana in that state. So a Are people using business. that excuse? They're like... I have my medical card <laughs> in Montana, California, and <laughs> there is the one woman in Vegas that said she had a medical marijuana card and a doctor's note saying that she could grow 99 plants. Does, she, is, does Nevada have medical? It does. Um, the well, state law says that you can grow seven plants per patient. But well, so uh, she was... Frederica Ballard said she had a medical card, which she couldn't produce, and a doctor's note saying that she could grow 99 plants. Let me, let me put it to you this way. If you got pulled over and the cop smelled pot, would, you, would the first thing that goes through your mind is, I have a medical card? I would totally say that. If you really had one. Even if you didn't, I would totally say that. Just, just because. Chances then, are they would just be like, oh. Well, here in Montana, they will, they will ask to see it because it is now state law that you have well, to have now, it in your yeah. possession. Beforehand, you could say, oh, well, it's at home with my medicine, and I had the right. I had it in my called? car, but it's not here and or whatever. I, but I don't, I don't know if that would work over very well this time. Anyway, I'm still the, waiting the, for it. No, I swear. The this, check's in the mail. This Ballard woman, I guess, is part of a an epidemic in Las Vegas. Um, really? Apparently, really? Uh, Las Vegas is the foreclosure capital of the United States. I can see that because they put up a ton of those, like in Henderson and all those like outlying suburbs are all those quickly manufactured subdivisions. And yeah. they put in a ton of those. Even back when I was living there, like they were building a bunch of that because, stuff and it was out of control. Right. Well, they did everybody wants too. to live in Vegas. They did that here, too. There's a ton of those divisions that are never finished and stuff. Mm-hmm. Turn them all into grow houses. Why not? That's what they're doing in Las Vegas, apparently. Well, um, I got it for a steal. 
So the Ballard House was an unassuming as any stucco outskirts of Las Vegas. Mm. A two-story box, the color of an oatmeal cookie. It's like a Happy Meal. Do well, you know why they make Happy Meals shaped like houses? I love how this is an in? article about marijuana, and they use a reference towards something that most donors would probably enjoy. The Ashley color of an Powers. oatmeal cookie, which draws a nice picture. So police charged inside one night, searching for a domestic violence sub- no suspect. No knock? Uh, Did they not? No, I don't. I, it says they charged inside. That's like battering ram busting the door down. Like everybody at the door. So they were looking for a domestic violence suspect. <laughs> Instead, they smelled something skunky. Mm. Marijuana, lots of it. Mm. Two foot tall plants fought for space in a hallway. Police later testified <laughs> like that literally. A half dozen oh, jars. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Like, is this Mortal Kombat with their plants? <laughs> Mortal Kombat <laughs> plants. Um, half a dozen oh. jars of buds hid yeah. in a closet. Hid? Were they hiding? Like, I no, hide. Don't, hey, don't I hide my me. pillowcases and my towels in a closet too. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> the master bedroom was something of a jungle with two Ballard children, ages eight and nine, asleep you on know the bed. Where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. The home, four-bedroom unit. Uh, it was a four-bedroom unit. Uh, well, that's w- nice. And 61 plants were inside. Uh, How many? 61? 61. Correct. Mm. Uh, was one of the smaller alleged grow operations authorities have dismantled this year. Alleged like, grow were operations. They? So there, or were they not? It's maybe a grow facility with 61 plants in it. We're waiting for the anyway. test results. <laughs> At it's another like home. pregnancy. you got to wait three weeks. <laughs> At another home, authorities seized 878 plants. Whoa. Worth, worth an estimated $2.6 million. You know how they come up with those numbers too, right? Multiplication. <laughs> right. So they they take into account what one of the plants weighs, like root, wad, stem, leaf, right. wet, Everything. all of it. And then they say, okay, so this plant weighs, you know, four pounds. Okay, right. so a pound is worth three thousand uh, dollars. So then you have you have twelve thousand dollars a plant times eight hundred and seventy-eight. You're going to have quite a bit. Um, anyway, Las Vegas has a pot home problem. <laughs> uh, like many, is it a budding problem? Right? <laughs> like on this graphic here, and like many of the region's maladies, it's tied to the housing slump. So is what people are doing because rent is so cheap in these foreclosed homes is they are renting the homes out and turning them into grow sites. Well, check this out. If it if the home was going to get rented by a family and be put to good use, wouldn't it have been already? Absolutely. If they're empty, what good is that doing? The landlords are probably grateful to have rent being paid. Probably it- Privately, but I think publicly they'd be like, "Oh, I can't believe they right. were growing." Are, are the growers attacking your children? Are the growers raping your daughters? No, like, what's that's the, the pot problem? plants doing that? The pot plants, like they're at the window, like waiting for your kids to get out of school. <laughs> Come on, guys, get them! Could you imagine? You walk in, the cops bust in the door, and there's like a little kid tied down with all the pot plants around it, like <laughs> doing a chant, <laughs> dancing. <laughs> God, that we got creepy. another one. Oh God! We're guys. gonna get him addicted. Um, Does so, that happen? I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it never happened to me. Not no. quite like that, anyway. I've never seen. Uh, that. So major cultivators spend tens of thousands of dollars turning cheap homes into greenhouses. Small scale growers transform bedrooms into grow rooms. Um, as okay. Frederica Ballard, forty three, and her two adult sons are accused of doing in a foreclosed home. You can either turn them into a homeless shelter or a grow. You pick. And since, I mean, these empty houses get squatted, right? Windows sure. broken down. Are they? Yeah, I doubt they're kept up. All of them. Uh, so probably not all of them, especially if they're the like the large subdivision things where like right. a, 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 some sort of a company or whatever owns the whole subdivision. Right. There's you know there might be landskeepers or something for the area, but they're empty nonetheless. But they got laid off three months ago. I mean, <laughs> right. Shit, right. Or dude, deported. Times are tough. Come on. Or deported. Or deported. <laughs> yeah. Green card. Um. So. Kay. I like how this article really demonizes growing cannabis too. You know, what's uh, up with police that? Testified is, that is it dangerous. Will it blow up like a meth lab? There's chemicals. A watering system, fans, and blinding lights. Wait, not blinding lights. Mm-hmm. And fans. And I gotta go get rid of my fans. Hold on. Yeah. 
In the master bedroom, they found scales and packing materials, as well as more than $2,600 in cash. Ooh, $2,600 Times cash. are tough, I, right? I, I mean, mean, this is a recession. Where's the, the symbolic busts of, we confiscated $4 million in cash and 13 tons of smokable marijuana? This is... And what else do they have? Packing material? Yeah. And what else? Uh, cash and scales. Cash and scales and packing material. Think about it for a sec. Who else do you know that has these items? There's one place I know. The cash, post office. scales, and... Oh, post the office? The post office. Scales and packing material. Right. All right. The, can we bust them? They're if, federal. I wonder if you took Shit. in blinding lights, a fan, watering a watering system, and a box of chemicals. Mm, well, what kind of chemicals are we talking here? Let's, nutrients? Yeah, let's say nutrients. Let's okay. say you let's say you take in the lights, the fans, Organic. the watering system and chemicals into the post office and then call the police and say the Whoa. post office Whoa. has has uh, growing equipment and scales and packing material and the, the ability They're selling it. They're selling it. And the ability to send it wherever they would like. That's dangerous. That's kids getting hurt right there or something. So uh, the best part about the story is that <sighs> nobody was arrested. That's good. So the Ballards admitted to growing cannabis. Frederica Ballard said that she had a medical card, blah, blah, blah. So can we move it. it to alleged from... Right. Okay. Um, oh, this is bad, though. Uh, one of the older sons told the police that his younger siblings had been taught to water the plants and pick <laughs> mature buds. <laughs> and why do you have kids? Do you make your kid mow the lawn? Do you make him bring you a beer? Like, do you, how many pictures on Facebook have I seen of your three-year-old holding a beer? In a cozy. How many? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Call Ballards the have since moved out of the neighborhood. Wow. Which means... That uh, house is now vacant again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wonder if it's still set up to grow in. You should, they, I'm surprised they didn't release the address so somebody else could be like, oh, shit. Well... <laughs> I could just plug in and good to go there. I, I think that's funny that... I'm uh, glad they're doing their job. Granted, if you saw this lady, I, I would think that there was maybe you know something more nefarious going on, perhaps. With those chemicals, but who knows? Maybe she's she's scared. It's okay. Don't be scared. <laughs> um, she cleaned up a bit. She'd be maybe all right, you know? Just like looking like, would I or wouldn't I? It's a new segment. Would you or wouldn't you? Man, that herb I brought you Mug must shots. be quite arousing. Anyway. Well, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so would you or? Uh, this isn't, I, I guess that doesn't really surprise me. Like, I think that's what... Nevada went from being a zero tolerance state to having medical. Absolutely, they were. If the, well, you, it's still, if they it's found still a, a zero tolerance state for those without medical. Correct. Correct. It's still a zero tolerance state, but they, but the people that have a doctor's recommendation and have registered with the state are able to possess a small amount of marijuana. Um, renting out cheap housing to convert the bedrooms <laughs> into grow rooms is not a new concept. Right. This is something that, I mean... Uh, meth heads have been doing it for years. Right. And trailers well, and, and hotel rooms. I was just going to say is that uh, just here locally, it was several years ago, but there was... And within two months, there was two trailer houses that had caught fire, mm -hmm. and both of them were growing facilities. Um, that was poor wiring, though. Well, up, if you're gonna set these up aren't electricians, grow, yeah, <laughs> these aren't electricians. These guys are. I mean, they're growing marijuana. Um, so it's like a podcast studio. You know, maybe your surge protector gets a little overloaded every now and then. You know, the, I just find it funny that they're saying that this is such an epi epidemic because of the housing slump. People are now converting houses into grow facilities. Like, right. The cause. This isn't Correlation new. is not causation. This is, this is not new. This is what people have been doing for, a, I, I, since I've ever contemplated Thousands growing marijuana. Thousands right, of years. Right. You grow marijuana at your house. This isn't, I don't know. It's just really odd that they're trying to demonize. I think, I think that if I was somebody that lived in the Las Vegas area, this article would make me be suspicious of I, my neighbors. I would neighbors. write a letter. I think that I would be, because that's what they say here is that, um, in Las Vegas, they rely heavily on uh, suspicious neighbors to tip off people that are growing. Right, it's neighborhood watch. Right, and so with this kind of article, which is unfortunate, but I think that this will probably we should cause... email Ashley Dot Powers at latimes dot com. 
There you go. There you go. So maybe maybe by reading this article, somebody's going to go, oh, man, our neighbor does have blacked out windows. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should uh, have the police and go like, over and check it out. where there had never been a problem between neighbors, all of the sudden, right. there's this tension now. And right. you become paranoid. Because everybody wants marijuana out of their neighborhood. Well, it kills kids. Clearly, we've seen marijuana plants jump out of the front door and tackle children. It's an epidemic, Ian. Um, If anything, I would be demonizing your shitty housing market. How about that, Nevada? What else do people want out of their neighborhoods recently? Recently? Yeah. Like well, what else? What else is there? Like a bunch of uh, uh, people kind of stirring the pot and questioning um, w- whether they want something being represented in their neighborhood or in their area. Oh, um, check cashing places. Oh, good one. No, <laughs> is that not <laughs> the one? Well, I, I, you, you were know, talking about this is more of a local issue that I wanted to bring up. Oh, um, please, uh, a Jesus statue. On oh, our a ski Jesus resort. statue. So, um. From Wisconsin, um, some Wisconsin uh, residents would like us to take down our Jesus statue. Wait, on... Wisconsin locals or well, like... they the organization is based out of Wisconsin, and they say that they're representing a local Montanan that had complained huh. that there is a statue of Jesus on our. Did resort. the Jesus statue attack him? <laughs> Uh, the statue's been there since the fifties, I think, or yeah, somewhere yeah. right around there. It's and the other thing is, is it's not exactly easy to find it's, no it's, it's not behind chair two uh around in the, the trees kind the of trees. thing like you have to be looking for it to find it and so anyway i guess it's offensive um so I, well I, i'm an atheist and it doesn't really offend me i right i, I was gonna say that i you know fuck less right i i don't think that it, it bothers it I, didn't bother me and i don't uh i don't really subscribe to that system of belief either but it's another it's another concept or another thing is, that is this something it's offending people. Groups do just to be dicks to other groups. Well, I think that you know people have been trying to get like who is this group? Are they an atheist, bright sort of? Like, they call themselves a free thinking group. Really? And yeah. See, I'm I'm down with these groups, but I don't like it when they're like open and free thinking. But then they're like, but you have to get rid of that, or you know, like it. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And what I especially don't like is that, like, you live in Wisconsin. I know you have ski hills there. They're hills, and I'm sorry for that. But you can't come up to Montana and be like, yo, your Jesus statue gots to go. I have pictures of me and my friend with our arms around that Jesus statue, and he was wearing our ski hats and goggles, and he had a doobie in his mouth. Right, but you gotta, you're going to take away that from all these future generations to be able to do. That's a rite of passage up here. <laughs> you want to get ready? We have nothing else better to do than go no. up to the mountain. And... When you're night skiing, that's you go blaze by the Jesus. That's what the Jesus was there for. I thought. Apparently, you're telling me that it's what a World War Two. Um, memorial, memorial, thing. yeah. Which that's cool. I think my grandpa, because he was in World War II, would probably not appreciate a memorial to people from World War II being Jesus. But I mean, that's fine. It's a different era. Yeah, I think, that's true. I he think, probably. Not. I think in the last fifty, sixty, he doesn't years. subscribe to that belief. But I don't know. He'd probably just be like, "Who gives a shit?" Yeah, we'll whatever. See. But it's like the crosses on the side of the road. You know, that's to represent where somebody has passed away at some point. On a highway, and does that? I offend thought they people? were X's, like X this person out. They were just <laughs> all sideways. I thought that was from the. Snow I didn't really plows. understand the flowers on them either. I, but no, um, that's what you eat. I, when I you're wonder. Dead. If, I wonder if those crosses offend that? anybody as well. As like as they're driving down the highway and they see the white crosses on the, the side one of the road. on the way to Libby really offends me because it's like this big because it's where a bus crashed and a bunch of people died. So there's like literally 25 crosses, but they said, okay, for every 20 people, we're going to make a big cross and that'll represent 20. And then the smaller ones will be, you know, so there's, there's a bunch. Um, so the Knights, uh, I drew a Jesus on it once. (laughs) Um, let's see here. So who is that group? Do you, do you, did you find them? I'm looking for it right now. Um, the article that I was reading earlier very clearly stated it. Um, what, do you want to come back to that? And yeah, we probably Speaking should. of Jesus, I want to talk about a little miracle. This is a woman from Boise who claims 
marijuana cured her cancer. Now, at first glance, you'd be like, bullshit. Marijuana is not a miracle cure. It's a plant that stoners smoke to get high on. Okay? I've met people, like, in person that this has worked for. So I... I'm more apt to have an open mind when I hear things like this because I've it's it's like one more person that uh, can show effects of this, you know. And when I get to a hundred people, I know I've got something, you know. So I, I keep track, and it's it's good to to see when people they have. I mean, it sucks that you have cancer, but it's good that marijuana is helping that. Are, are you talking about the the uh, congressman's daughter? Is she a congressman's from, daughter from California that spoke out on the steps of the city hall? Uh, was her name Tanya? No, Myers. Okay, uh, Brianna. So that's another one. Yes, who is a cancer survivor? She had stage three melanoma. Wow, um, which is the rarest form of skin cancer. And uh, her father, being a congressman, she spoke out the other day about. Um, uh, in support of medical marijuana, saying that um, during her chemo treatments, it was the only thing that really kept her sane. That's awesome. While going through chemo, she was um, attending college to become an accountant, hmm. um, going through finals, going through chemo, smoking pot, and <laughs> still graduated, got her degree, and is now a uh, an accountant for a politician. I don't see how you have time to go to those parties and have sex with black people. Doing that. Well, that was actually a couple years prior that she ah, got caught okay. doing that. Right, right. Because um, when you smoke pot, that's, I mean, that's what it makes you do. Your women have sex with jazz musicians and. How terrible. At least in the but, 50s. Um, what that what that kind of highlights is that uh, her father does not support medical marijuana um, publicly. <laughs> no, no, no? He, he's very against it. And actually, he was he was one of the, the individuals that um, 30 years ago really kind of pushed for the war on drugs and and cannabis mm. prohibition and all of those things. And so um, you would be against it then because you would not want to look like a complete hypocrite in the public. Right. Absolutely. OK. But, I understand. Um, from from his daughter's testimony or what she had said on the front steps of the Capitol building there in California um, was was kind of uh, uh Interesting because it's the complete opposite of what you know her father believes, right. you know. And so here's somebody that's going across uh, against like what her her father would. Would have you taught think her. he would be more apt to believe his own daughter and see than like just a bunch of people that are like legalized pot, man? Well, she said that uh, when she finally mentioned it to her folks that she had been m- using he marijuana, the cops on her, <laughs> right? You're under arrest. No, Shit. he actually said, well, if it works. Do it. Oh, animal lesbian. Oh, really? <laughs> That's really cool. Thanks, Dad. So, are you gonna like let everyone else do it too, Absolutely or just not. just me? Just probably just her. And so, right. But it's it's interesting that we have these, and it's, she's not the first uh, congressman's daughter or uh, offspring to speak out for medical marijuana or the legalization of marijuana, and so. Um, I think I think they're doing it just to get back at dad, possibly. Like but that's fine Vegas with me because be it's it's prostitute. achieving the same right. um, goal or purpose, and For and sure. that purpose to me is is showing that uh, times will change soon because you have somebody's uh, uh, offspring, their kids that believe differently than their parents, right? And f- to to fall that far from the the parental tree that's evolution man right it kind of I, mean, I think that that should uh, give everybody with, a little bit of hope saying right. that even though that this person is the daughter of a congressman that is very against marijuana she still supports it she regardless. went against her father to, on the steps publicly. of daddy's work right. it was yeah. like no listen this for real Luckily, she was a very eloquent speaker and right. had a lot of positive things to say, That's things good. that we've all heard before about the benefits and, and the sure. dehumanization of, of making cannabis Second users criminals and those kinds of things. But um, I, I think that the, the, the moral or I guess the, the thing that we should all get out of that story is the fact that um, people, regardless of their upbringing, are able to open their eyes to the positives of cannabis without mm-hmm. having you know that, that dogmatic belief in st- in, like installed in them by their parents, like right. it's 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 not there to you stay. You can learn too, right? <laughs> you know. Right. So even even in that household of very anti drug, anti marijuana, here comes a a woman in in a in a family that is probably very publicized, speaking out for the benefit of all medical marijuana patients. And the so hot it, box applauds that. 
Right. Absolutely. For we sure. should see if we should we could get her on the show. We should. So she could stir up the pot. Get our HR more. on that. Right. So this lady, the, they asked her the question, should a drug that is banned that is on the same level as heroin and meth be used for medical purposes? One person they talked to said yes. Well, wait, wait, wait. Say that first part again about heroin and meth because those are two different scheduled substances. Methamphetamine. Well, she she said that they were. She's misinformed. Well, that but happens. Anyway, that so will happen. You should, should fact should check. A, should we should email a controlled her? substance be used as medicine, even though here we can email them too. <laughs> you, I'm giving you a list of work to do at work tomorrow. <laughs> Great. So you, you know. We do use controlled substances as medicine. They're called Schedule Two and Schedule Three, Four and Five. Right. Meth, what drugs, is and heroin. Uh, and and methamphetamine is a Schedule Two drug because it is used in right. in medicine today. Whereas heroin, being a Schedule One drug, isn't used is it? in its pure form. Well, as as opium medicine. Opium is Schedule is the other Schedule. Well, opiates are a Schedule Two right, because they're derivatives her- of right, right. Okay. Um, so should it be used as medicine? Continue. Oh, uh, she said yes. Uh, she said it cleared her cancer. It cured her cancer. Uh, she was 17 when doctors told her she had cervical cancer, spent the next 18 years fighting the disease. Uh, I was done. I was dying. This is a woman that was at the end of her rope. Tanya Myers is her name. Like, she gave up pretty much. She was dying. Uh, they pretty much said they quit. Uh, she says my cancer after my, every pregnancy would spread. It went to my intestines, my appendix, my gallbladder. Uh, from the beginning, she turned to marijuana or cannabis. Okay, you you pick uh, to cure what she says Western medicine could not. I mean, Western medicine prolonged my agony for for a, a, a lot of years, but it, it just it couldn't cure it. She says, quote, God put the plant here. Put it here. I think he put it here for us to use properly. I, it, do you find it funny that, uh, <laughs> yes. that, like, that Christians are the using doctor, that? The doctor's like, bitch, I'm, what about me? What <laughs> about me? Right. I, I just like, think- I'm going to just sit back next time and let God do this one, okay? Right. This one is all you, Jizo. All you. I don't... I, I mean, good for good for them for uh, for finding a reason or a way to justify using cannabis. Do you think by that's saying, what it is? It's just a ration, like yeah, they rationalize absolutely. it. And, well, because they've well, been God taught for so long. Here. I mean, I, I think though that if you if you study that, I think that I think that God put everything here, like everything, all like of your everything. ideas, all the concepts, like everything was put here <laughs> by God. If you really believe Hold in that, God and put so this not only here for me to. Right, so not only did God put cannabis here as a plant, and it's a seed-bearing whatever, sure, but <laughs> technically he put everything here, and the concepts and our consciousness to be able to come up with other concepts and way to, ways to right. use things. And so We're like those little if it works for you to say robots. that God put it here, then that's great. Just, I mean, wh- I, I that hate that you have to justify using it. Like you. I, I just don't think that you should have to justify using cannabis. It, sh- it shouldn't be something that you have to like go out of your way to, you know, convince yourself that yeah. it's okay. That's like, like, do you do that when you're cheating on your wife? Like, you're like, no, this is okay. This is God put this here for me, <laughs> for me to use, for me to use, it's, and you know, it's I'm okay. Think um, they said she. They asked News Channel Seven asked, "Do you think this drug is harmful in any way?" No. God. Absolutely not. And cannabis users need to drop that too. Cannabis does hurt people and it does harm things and it does have negative effects on some people. It Maybe it didn't harm her, but it d- certainly has negative effects on certain individuals. Has it ever killed somebody? Like outright just pulled out a nine million and went rat tat tat tat? I don't think so. Uh, No, but... Not every problem has to do with fatalities. Like you that's can, a you good can, start, you, though. Well, no, at that's, the very that's like base, an extreme. That's well, an extreme at the very thing. base. We should make sure that no people die, and then if that, then we can move on. And but let's say it, it ruins some younger individuals. Well, then don't fucking smoke it. You are not. That's what to I'm saying. It but it's not that it's absolutely harmless, and that's something that marijuana True. supporters are going to have to 
Uh, I will stop saying that. I'm sorry. Well, I just think that if if you are a supporter of medical marijuana or cannabis in any way, shape, or form, that you have to realize that it's not completely harmless. It's not a benign substance. Just because it's harmless to us. (laughs) I mean, I'm really fucked up right now, and I just want to say This is going to be – this is like a relative subject because being – like when you smoke marijuana, I think that on some level – Am I hurting you right now? (laughs) Hold on. Let me smoke (laughs) There you go. At on, at some level, you probably uh, have noticed that uh, while under the influence of marijuana, it's hard like, to read. Well, it's you, you may get the sensation that you're okay with being bored. Like, it's, oh it's, yeah, That's, you know, like motivation can can wane while using marijuana, and so to someone that has lots of motivation and is very self-driven and is able to accomplish goals and reach their dreams essentially and then they look at somebody that has been smoking marijuana and they see somebody that doesn't really have any goals and that isn't really going anywhere they're working at a pizza place if you not would really do the doing shows when lot. we say we're going to do the shows maybe this would go <laughs> Right. So you you have you have somebody that down. has motivation looking at somebody that doesn't have sure. motivation and they blame cannabis. And not in not in all cases is that true, but I I would say that in some cases marijuana is a catalyst for the lack of desire or dreams or drive or motivation. And so that can be harmful um long term for somebody that's younger that that kind of loses sight of well, what and when or you're, where they want to go. When you're go. younger, you shouldn't just because your brain's still forming and stuff. That's maybe not Correct. the best thing to do, but also maybe it's not the best thing to do to pump them full of methylphenidate, you know, Ritalin and shit. Right. they also do that at that age. Right. And so you can make the same well, argument for And your rational mind isn't done developing until you're in your mid-20s. And so until you are in your mid-20s, you still have emotions developing cerebrally. Um, any drug, including caffeine, uh, nicotine, marijuana, any of the substances, can um, stunt the growth of that of those emotions. Um, th- that's something to take into consideration. You know, when somebody's like, "Man, I've been smoking marijuana every day since I was 12. they are kind of burned out. But you some know, people not can necessarily do it. burnt out, but more of I think that if you compared them to somebody that has never smoked marijuana. Um, and it, I guess if you took a control group of 10 people that have been smoking marijuana since they were young and you took a control group of 10 people that have never smoked marijuana, you would probably find similarities in each control group. Like the marijuana users, you'd find similarities, and the non-marijuana users, you'd find similarities. And then there'd be stark differences between those two groups of individuals. Right. I think that Western society and people are quick to blame marijuana use on, on – or, or blame marijuana use for those differences. So when a marijuana user says that cannabis is completely harmless, I really think that that does more harm to our movement than saying that there are problems with marijuana, and that's why there it needs to be but like we're carefully working considered. Through. We are we're right. going to counseling. We're but, really trying to get through this. But it seems like most marijuana users are very quick to say that it's harmless or it's safe or it's safer than or and all those things, which doesn't do anything for our argument by saying it's safer than alcohol is kind of like saying well yeah but you know heroin's safer than well yeah and i mean we do heroin too i don't do bleach and ammonia but you know (laughs) because it's deadly there's people that are gonna do this vast selection of drugs just because there's drugs out there to do like you're always going to have that section of society just because I think life that that's, sucks. I think that that's well, not necessarily because life well, didn't hasn't always life doesn't suck for everyone. Life didn't always suck. <laughs> well, no, is what I'm trying just to say. Just in the last five years, like life has just fucking sucked. <laughs> I think that I think that people have always had a desire to change their conscious change your orientation or your conscious awareness, and right. so. It, people, not everybody uses drugs because life sucks. I mean, right. some people use drugs as an exploratory tool or to relax or, or to, to make their whatever. dick get hard. Exactly, and some so drugs not make your dick get hard. Which, and I think that has a little bit to do with life sucking. If you're at that point, is I think that, that? Well, I don't know. Like, how would you feel if if it didn't work for you? Like, would you? I mean, I do would dick. you wear a shirt that says "I have ED"? I have a friend that he says when he smokes pot, it's like. He he doesn't get mellow and chill. He wants to like fight people, and he gets angry and shit. See, like in that, and I I don't know. I find that hard to believe. But then some people, when they do cocaine, they fall asleep. Like there's so many different 
ways a brain can be put together and hormones and chemicals and all that like all that goes into account on how you are and i feel like yeah there just because of the numbers there's gonna be some people that smoke pot and like want to punch you in the face just because they're so angry but we need to know as think, people that okay if that's so me, if you have a smoking pot my dad got drunk and like blacked out and wrecked shit so for him he doesn't get to drink alcohol right and, and that just goes further on saying that cannabis the... isn't isn't completely harmless because for some individuals it well, can I have think a he negative might be effect. Lying, but yeah, well, I want no, I'm going to test. If you it. have an anxiety problem and you smoke it. Jack Herrera or another strain that's 100 percent sativa, True. and all of a sudden you start to have a little bit of an anxiety issue, your palms start to Having sweat. A full you, panty over here, <laughs> right? And you start to kind of feel claustrophobic because the sativa has uplifted your you know your mental sure. state, and with your anxiety or your bipolar situation, you're you have this elevated state, and somebody does something minor that upsets you or irritates you. Right. Some people don't that have pushes you right over the edge exactly and sure. so maybe marijuana is not the cause of that but it certainly was part of the catalyst to cause that issue um I, I it's it's really tough to say that one particular substance is responsible for anything i think that it has to do with several other There's factors a lot of as well yeah right um i think that individual that gets angry when they smoke cannabis um i mean they're having a hard time already Right. It might be interesting to see if they got angry every time they smoked cannabis or what kind of environment are they smoking cannabis right. in like too. If, like if you helped them out and just made their life a little less, you know, shitty, then, then let them smoke pot and see like if it's... Right. There's so many different factors. Right. But the point of all of this is, is that cannabis isn't completely harmless. It has harmed people. Maybe not as much as the legal system... Um, attacking these people with their with their their drug use sure. issue, if I, but yeah, the, but cannabis has certainly caused problems in That's people's lives. Fault. And when marijuana users don't recognize that, it's really hurting um, us marijuana users and us advocates of medical marijuana because the people that don't support us know that marijuana has hurt people, and so when we spout out that it's completely harmless everybody that They're is like, against liar, marijuana liar. right right and if if we started to admit that yeah there are problems with with people it would be marijuana use it would be easier discussion. to go to the table and start to discuss solutions right. to those problems. but at least it's not you know so we have and then you have the the anti-marijuana people that are saying that it's completely harmful and it's very dangerous and it's completely addictive right. and Which I think that it would either. be nice for them to maybe kind of get off their high horse as well. <laughs> We're just as guilty. Sure. We're just as guilty as they are for saying it's completely harmless and they're saying that it'll kill you. There there needs to be some middle ground there because that's been said about a lot of other substances during the 30s during You could say water is not completely harmless because this many people a year drown. If you want to, I'm going. You always reach really far. I'm just shit. saying. You really reach me, really far. To me, that's how ridiculous their policy is. That's mm. I'm trying to make the point that some people die from breathing. <laughs> okay, hold on. You really reach really I, far. For I'm some, just saying for some shit. So. Uh, I guess if you, you set too, a baby in water, and if you set a baby in pot. Which one is bound to kill the baby first? The baby's going to drown before the baby dies from the pot. I'm just saying. Again. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, show's over. <laughs> yeah, ring the bell. You're done. All done. Right. Anyway. Uh, what yeah. were you just saying? I'm sorry. Oh, ringing bells, you're done. Show's oh, over. Right. That kind of thing. So if you're an advocate for marijuana maybe Stop maybe consider that, yes. not saying that it's completely harmless because it has had negative effects on people but we are glad that it's helping your cancer but we'd also would appreciate if you could thank your doctor once in a while instead of god all the time <laughs> i'm just saying do you, doctors must hate that like i studied for 8 fucking years i saved your life I think a doctor would be more God. insulted. That but you then I sent her the bill, and she was like, damn. <laughs> I think a doctor would be more upset that you said that they only studied for eight years. I think, well, as, a oh, medical, my, I think as a medical so, physician, okay. I think that you were constantly studying. Sure. I think that you were constantly like learning. educating yourself to take better care of your of patients course. if you are a good doctor. I think that every case could be a learning opportunity. That's true. 
Yeah. People are going to write about this. Open your mind, Matt. I'm sorry. I'm Respect trying to. your physicians. I'm <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Probably just me. Anyway, thanks for uh, coming this evening. Sure. Thanks I'm for listening. Hotboxpodcast.com. Um, this lady, Meyer, she says that she gets her marijuana from California and Oregon because she lives in Idaho, and that's not a medical state yet. Correct. But uh, there is a group. If you live in Idaho, all is not lost because there is a group forming that is going to put it up soon. So you'll be able to vote. Yes. And then you'll have it. And then we can drive to Washington and not have to you know, worry about it. That's not true. I know. (laughs) I'm spreading misinformation. If if you have a Montana medical marijuana card and you go to Washington, you can still get uh, busted for possession of marijuana. But if if they come here, they can smoke it. Correct. So fuck that. That's because our (laughs) state law is different. I know. I'm just saying. That sucks. Um, But yeah, and I, I really hope that people don't, like, look at this and say, well, we're just going to put her in jail now because that is illegal. So, uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com if you want to have any questions. We're on a site called marijuanapodcast.com. I just thought I'd mention that. It's pretty cool. And we get replayed on normal, which is pretty cool as well. Uh, Ian? Matt? Are you on Facebook if people, like... Say hi to you. Do you say hi back? No. Do you just ignore them? I do. All completely. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't we waste do your time. We do have forums and hey. And don't leave voicemails on my phone. I don't check those either. Right. I hate when people do that. I do have Google Voice, though, and it'll transcribe it. And most of the time, I still have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I've gotten some pretty great transcriptions before. I should start saving those. Uh, we'll do this show again next Saturday or Friday. Our choice, not yours. So, uh, Facebook.com slash Hotbox Podcast. And you can leave comments on the show notes, which there are no show notes, but there's episode posts you can leave comments on. Feel free. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. If you like, if you weed, like, this weed, is where, this is where you, you need, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like, weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hotbox Podcast.